Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is and wherever you are on this amazing day. And it is an amazing day because you are listening to this. You're alive. You took a breath. Isn't it so wonderful? I am so grateful every morning for that. I'm so grateful to start my day with my morning devotion. And this is my weekly share of this daily practice. Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, and this is Coffee in Christ. Okay, so if you're new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. Love to have you here. Um, I go through this process once a week for you and every day for me, and it is totally spontaneous. You are going to get exactly what is coming from the Lord, from Jesus, from the Holy Spirit as I read it and um, take it in, I will react just like um, totally in the moment. So uh, let's get started today. The verse of the day, you are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things and by your will, they were created and have their being. Holy cow, we're going back to Revelation here, Revelation 4.11. And, and just reading that out loud and thinking into that. As a believer and follower of Jesus, if you are, that is so powerful. If you're not, then, you know, you've got a chance to do that. <laughs> you have a chance. It's, it's beautiful. I, I would encourage you to join, to join us those of us that follow Jesus, but you are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. Yes, God is worthy to receive glory and honor and power. Why? For you created all things, and by your will, they were created and have their being. Just think about that. So what the way I just started this podcast, I'm just so grateful and thankful to wake up and have a breath. And and that this is a double down on that. So I am just in awe of our amazing God and I will give him glory and honor and power every single day. This is so exciting. Ah, it just inspires me. That's the thing, this stuff, if you really think into it, if I really think into it, it just inspires me. Oh, it almost brings me to tears. Hmm. Receive glory and honor and power. You know, it just, it makes me feel like, and and I think as I go on with my life, And the way I'm living my life now, committed relationship, um, trusting God every step of the way. I'm starting to feel God's power a lot more. This is the first part, to receive glory and honor and power. You're worthy, God. Because God is so powerful. Look at all the things that he did. And I can rest in that power. It's that power to bring this beautiful message to as many people as I can. 
for as long as I can, as long as I have a breath in me, that's what I need to do. And then Alana and I and our family and my mom, that's what we need to do as a unit. We need to show the world and our community, our life transformed community, hope couple, which is coming, all of that stuff that we're doing, it's all pointing to God, 100% pointing to God. So beautiful. I just love it. Okay, let's move on to the plans. So the plan that I'm working on, the first one that we're going to go to here is going to be, let's see, let's go with, let's go with calming anger. I'm working on that one. This has been a really good one so far. This is only day three in this one. What I noticed about why I chose this one was the times that I would get angry. You know, for many, many, many years, I suppressed my anger. I wouldn't even acknowledge it. And that was not healthy looking back. I just didn't realize it, but I didn't know how to deal with it. Um, So now I'll get angry with Alana or my mom or a friend or a situation you know, whatever it may be. And I'm better at acknowledging it, but I wanted to go deeper on this whole anger thing. And and so let's see what God has to say for us today. I won't recap what I've learned so far, okay? Okay, using anger for good. There are 1,189 chapters in the Bible. I didn't know that. Anger shows up by chapter four. Anger kicked in right after Adam and Eve were removed from Eden. Their sons, Cain and Abel, offered, offer a sacrifice to God, but God rejects Cain's offering. Cain got angry. God warned Cain that if he didn't properly manage his anger, he was in serious danger. His anger pointed to something deep within him that needed to be dealt with. At that moment, Cain had a choice uses anger for good or evil. Anger is just a sign that something needs to be addressed. It can be used for good or evil. Jesus got angry. He stormed through the courtyard of the temple in Jerusalem, overturning tables. He was angry about how the religious leaders were abusing people. That was righteous anger. That's the kind of anger that's a force to confront injustice and defend the oppressed. You've probably felt anger at injustice, seeing a child being emotionally or physically abused, observing someone taking advantage of the poor. Seeing these things makes you want to take action. Like Jesus, we should get angry when we see injustice. And when it's within our power to do something, we should act. That is truly righteous anger. Righteous anger is real, but it's rare. Boom, I love that. Yes, okay, so I'm excited. What what is next? What is gonna be revealed next? And this is what I love about this routine of mine because literally I don't know what is next. I'm about to experience new awareness right now in this moment and it is so beautiful to have my mind opened up enough that I'm not going to judge what I'm about to read. I'm just open to new awareness. 
around this issue. So good. Okay, let's dig in. I've manhandled a few tables in my time, but I can't say it was because I was standing up for the week. Hardly. It was because I had unmet expectations or felt a threat to my security, connection, or control. Can you relate? Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Uh, All the disagreements that I've had with Alana in our relationship, and I mentioned that because She has been such a blessing to me because I've been able to have disagreements with someone. Oh my goodness, I've been able to get below the surface. And through that has come such healing and such uh, deeper understanding of myself and uh, just greater awareness and and I'm becoming a better man. You'd have to ask her for sure if she's agreed, (laughs) if she agrees with that, but I feel like I'm becoming a better a better spouse to her, a better partner right now. All of those things. Okay, so what, and for me, it is that connection piece. That's where I had unmet expectations or felt, felt a threat to my connection to her in this case. Oh my goodness, it's so powerful. The Apostle Paul said, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. When we get angry at situations that threaten our security, connection, or control, it tends to lead to unrighteous anger and bitterness and all the other negative responses Paul mentions in that verse. This is a game changer. Paul says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander. He doesn't say some of it. He says, get rid of all of it. Oh my gosh, this is so powerful. I'm going to have to copy and paste this. So good. So what I'm doing now, I'm just going to Copy and see if I can put this on Instagram. I'm not the best at doing this stuff. Gotten better. Well, let's see. Where is it? There it is. Okay, let's see if I can post. Boom. And then I post. Oh. All right, so maybe I have to put it in a story. I don't know. <laughs> the words. Oh, I know. I've got to save it. Anyway, you guys don't mind me. I'm just, uh, I love it. I won't bore you with, with what I'm doing exactly here. But just the point is, it's so powerful, isn't it? So powerful. What I just read there. It just blows my mind. Okay, so now next, but anger can also be used for good when we see it as a warning light that there is something we need to surrender to God. Whether it's security, connection, or control, God's love is the source. We'll only find those things in Him, so when we get angry, if we control, if we'll control it and consult that anger, it's a chance to learn a little bit about the deeper parts of our emotions. It can actually lead us to understanding ourselves better, remind us of our need for God and the security connection control.
control only he can give. Today, use those situations that make you angry as a chance to check in with your emotions and talk to God about them. This is so good. So if I get angry, it's usually around connection. So the next time I'm going to speak to God and say, God, I'm sorry. I need to let you fulfill that need for connection. Oh my goodness. This is so powerful. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Oh my goodness. All right. So that, that you all is like a game changer. It's like, boom. All right, let's read Ephesians 4. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Huge awareness for me. That anger is a, is a window into where I am just holding on. And... Um, this whole connectedness thing. It just tells me I've got to go deeper in my relationship with Jesus and, 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 and know that and follow Paul's words and not get, it's fine to get angry at unjustness out there in the world, the ones that were described earlier, but I cannot get angry when I don't, that's just being selfish on my part. And it's, and it's showing that I haven't surrendered that part to God. This is so good. Such an eye opener for me. Maybe it is for you too. If it is, hallelujah, right? If this is giving you some insight because you're listening and you're open to this wisdom. And I love that this is coming from God. <laughs> Uh, he's given it to us. It isn't us. It isn't me. It's God giving it to us. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Okay. Genesis 4. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. But on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry. His face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right... Will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Giving Cain the power and telling him, dude, just let's go. Oh, this is so good. If you do what is right, that's the Holy Spirit. Or if you're not a God, Jesus follower like me, it's your conscience or your intuition. And again, those things can be wrong. We can, because of our egos and our failure to connect, um, we can fall victim to, and I can fall victim to, Hey, well, that's the Holy Spirit, so I'm just going to listen to it. But sometimes it isn't. Sometimes I just need to dig deeper. There's all kinds of pollen. So the pollen comes around here in North Carolina. And it's on my desk, and it was bugging me. Sorry about that. I probably shouldn't do that. Well, I'm doing a podcast. Anyway, I need to really, when I think something is the Holy Spirit, I need to pause and really think into it talk to God and really understand it. Same thing with your intuition and your gut and all of that stuff. 
a lot of times for me, um, especially if it isn't loving, this is a good insight for me right now in the moment. If it's not loving, the chances are it isn't coming from the Holy Spirit. If it isn't steeped in love, chances are it's not coming from the Holy Spirit. I just had to ponder on that for a while. I don't know how I feel about that all the way, but I'm just feeling like, you know, we know God is love. The Holy Spirit is just constantly directing us to love and to all of those wonderful things. And I don't think the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is working on me to just produce love and to share love and to love others. So interesting. That's a that's a point to ponder over for sure. Love this. Wow, that was so powerful. So powerful. Okay, let me go. We've got enough time to, I think, delve into this next one. And by the way, if you're listening to this, Alana and I are starting another spiritual fast this Saturday, the 21st. So if you're hearing this podcast and you're interested, reach out to me, to her, to anyone in Life Transformed, and join us on this 21-day fast. Yes, you will eat, you won't starve, but you will replace this, I will say for me, sometimes, you know, overarching focus on food. What is it that I'm going to eat? You just make food kind of a non-factor, and you replace that time that you invest in figuring out food with God, spending more time in the Word and doing devotionals together and all of that kind of stuff. So it's really fun. Okay, let's see how we do here with this devotional. Mission, Scripture, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. That's Ephesians 5.21. Yes, submit to one another. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. That's a great sentence. Think about that. I'm going to submit, in my case, I'm going to submit to Alana out of reverence for Christ. That's all. Keep it simple. Because I am so grateful and thankful for what Jesus has done. So I'm going to submit to Alana. Because look at it. He submitted to all of us. Oh my gosh. He submitted to all of us. Okay, that's good. Okay, devotional. David and David Jr. love to watch football. They know what it's like to see the coach giving a play to his quarterback, but when the quarterback starts to play, he calls an audible and does his own thing. In my opinion, marriage will never work if spouses are always calling audibles. The beauty of marriage is accountability and partnership. Cooperation is the highest form of marital partnership. When we cooperate, we are willing to submit to our spouse, and our spouse is willing to submit to us. Quite simply, cooperation cannot happen without submission. Eek! There goes that word, submission. (laughs) I love it. I know Alana and I have talked about this before, and I think her response would be similar to what Tamara's response was here. Eek! That word, submission. Where I grew up, the preacher would talk about submission. And to me, it always sounded like women were only supposed to do what their husbands told them to do. That didn't sound like marriage to me. It sounded like slavery. When I began to read the scriptures for myself, and most importantly, when I fell in love with David Mann, submission became an easier concept to understand. 
See, Ephesians 5.22 says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. But one verse above that says, Submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. I now understand that marriage isn't only about wives submitting to husbands. Marriage is about both husband and wife submitting to each other. The husband provides leadership to his wife the way Christ does to his church. Not by domineering, but by cherishing. When we submit to each other, we help the world see the love Christ has for his church. I love this so much. I'm not going to be able to go through this whole thing because we're about short on time. Uh, I'm just going to read the last part of this. If submission means to get under a mission, then what is the mission that you and your spouse can submit to or get under in order to bring your family into a fruitful life? Your mission doesn't have to be a long statement, but every family should have a goal by which they live. Every family should have a standard that they aim to reach toward. No one will get it perfect all the time, but the goal is a marker that helps you to stay focused on one another. So beautiful. I'm going to end right there with that. And I know if you're listening to this, this is giving you something to think about. No matter matter what your situation in life, this is giving you something to think about. It has to, because I know it's giving me something to think about. And these words are so beautiful about submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. That is the big idea. That is the big takeaway here. Um, And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. You all, that's it for today. This has been Robert Bolden, Coffee and Christ. Join me next Thursday for another spontaneous and totally enlightening, I believe, episode of Coffee and Christ because it always surprises. And um, share this, like this podcast, um, you know, reach out to me if this is having an impact on your life. And, and share it. We've got a community of people that are for each other, don't judge each other, and are in harmony with one another. If you want to get more of this kind of stuff in all the major purpose areas of your life, spiritual, physical body, love relationship, mindset, gifts, finance, and time, join our community. Go to lifetransform.podia.com and you can find out about our community. We are doing some amazing things. We're growing and we're, we're doing it all to serve the kingdom. All right, until next time, have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening. Again, join me next Thursday for Coffee in Christ. And also, every Monday, we have Chasing Freedom Momentum Monday, where we interview folks and I share my insights also on Chasing Freedom. And freedom is defined by you by me, and by whoever we are speaking into. All right. Love you all.